Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to The Mystic School. I'm your host, Sarah Wiseman, and so happy to be with you here today. Um, Today, we're going to talk about do divine guides exist? And it's a really interesting topic because lots of folks listening out there, especially those who are listening on the the actual a, the radio, are like, no, <laughs> that's all made up. Who would ever believe in that? And then a lot of you who have been listening for a while to this program are like, yeah, I'm aware of that all the time. So we want to discuss a little bit about uh, what that means and about how you may be experiencing guides and angels and spiritual mentoring different than synchronicity or events that are happening where you feel the universe is like conspiring on your behalf, but uh, actual beings that are here to help you. So do does divine uh, guidance exist? Do divine guides exist? Do guides, angels, and mentors from other realms really exist and how can we work with them? And we're going to be talking about that today. I want to invite you to call in also for free readings Tuesday, and that's your chance to call in and um, ask any kind of question you have about your psychic experiences, your spiritual practice, how you and the universe are working well (laughs) or not working so well together. Um, And just, of course, about anything that's going on in your life that you want to get an intuitive look at. So it's 888-298-5569 for free readings Tuesday. 888-298-5569. Nine. And I do encourage you, this is, uh, this shows just a half hour. So call in early. So if we have time for you, so I've been noticing lately, people are just like calling in at the end. It's like, oh, we would have had so much more time if you called in early. So 888-298-5569 for free readings Tuesday, 888-298-5569. So I want to get to this part about do divine guides exist? And um, I'm very interested, like in my bookshelf, I have all these books that are filled with illustrations of angels. And um, these illustrations are very old, you know, they're centuries old from famous uh, painters, European painters, but also um old statues and old artwork and this entire uh, illustrative or artistic representation of angels and guides that come across century after century from the various different religious traditions and also the various different literary traditions. And it's not just that they're, you know, in the Bible, the angels comes down, or in this particular spiritual text, the angels come down. It's 
all over the map. And it's not just in religion. It's also in literary tradition where um, sometimes those people had, uh, the authors had non-religious backgrounds. They were just writing from what they experienced. And uh, even going further back to before written tradition, there's oral history of these beings, these helper beings. And this is across all religions and all cultures and all traditions. So if so many people over time, generationally, across all traditions, across the entire planet, are coming up with this idea of angels and guides and, yes, alien and extraterrestrial beings, all of this gamut, my idea would be uh, that this has been going around for a long time. It's not just New Age, <laughs> last, you know, several decades of New Age tradition where we're starting to tune into this. It's a long history. In my own experience, and uh, you guys have heard this story a lot, but I really, um, I had been raised in a couple different religious traditions, Christian and then Catholic. And so I was aware of angels. I was an avid science fiction reader, so I was aware of extraterrestrials and alien beings in my youth. But I hadn't experienced any of that myself. In fact, I kind of, at, at that time in my development, when I was young, I really just thought it was just imaginary. So to my surprise, as a lot of you guys know, I had a near-death experience back in 2000 on an airplane. And uh, in that moment, my entire consciousness awakened. Uh, and nothing was the same from that point on. And shortly after, I'm doing the short version because a lot of you guys have heard this. But shortly after that, a couple years after that, um, I was in a really challenging time of my life. And... Um, I looked up and there was a person at the door and uh, I didn't want to answer the door. I had no interest in talking to whoever this person was. And the person walked through as an apparition through the door. And this was my first experience of a guide. And again, I just thought, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I thought. Like, I didn't really think, oh, I'm losing it because there was no real reason for me to think that at that time. But I just didn't understand what was happening and I didn't understand why it was happening. So in my story, um, as a lot of you know, this was the first beginning of when I began to receive channeled messages uh, of spiritual teaching. So that particular guide who was an apparition began to speak to me and give me spiritual text. And this has really not stopped. Uh, this process of spiritual channeling has not stopped. And now we're at, you know, 2022. So 22 years of not continual, but recurrent episodes of uh, connecting to a guide or divine source and having spiritual teachings come through Nothing that I even understand as I'm writing it, it just comes through as message out onto the pen. So that's one way. Now I teach spiritual intuition to lots of people, and um, 
it's really kind of shocking who shows up. The gifts that you guys have are just blowing my mind. Um, we teach how do you connect with the guides and angels? How do you connect with the departed? How do you connect with these mentors and beings in other dimensions? How do you do that? And honestly, the easiest way is just to go into a very gentle meditative state. I call it the relaxed trance. You're not going into meditation for hours and uh, deep meditation. You're just going to a light, close eyes. You're just relaxing. And then you just do a, some kind of process to, to lift yourself in a vibrational level. Very simple. I use a one step up, two step up, you're there. So simple. You're just kind of elevating your consciousness. And then noticing the beings that are there. And it's remarkable because what begins to happen for people as they do this process, the other particular point uh, to understand is that you're, it's, you're not praying for anything to happen or you're not going up to these beings with an agenda. You're going very openly with sort of like, uh, please help me or please guide me or show me what I'm not seeing. You're not going up and saying, oh, I really want the red Corvette. I'm praying and praying that you give it to me. Or how can I show me how I can get like a massive raise in my job and Show me how to do that, guides. No, you're just going up and saying, here I am. I'm a soul in human form. <laughs> life is a, can be a struggle. Life is a joy, but life is also a struggle. Please guide me. Let me be guided by what I'm missing because mind, ego, personality gets in the way. We can't see the forest for the trees. And... What's very interesting is that the guides begin to come forward with very specific information. And often they'll come forward, and um, this is where all of this vast history we have of symbolic thinking, metaphoric thinking, archetypal thinking, um, objects that are symbolic or visual objects that are symbolic. The guides will come forward and begin to work with you in this way so that if you're having health issues, maybe your diet's a mess, um, potentially you might be like, I'm going into this gentle trance. I go up a couple steps. I ask the guides to come forward. I sense a presence. I head into it a bit more. Show me what I need to know most. And because the underlying issue for me or that person doing this meditation is health, the guides might present an apple. And the apple might mean your diet needs to be more plant-based or something like that. Or say the person goes up and the person has a really toxic relationship, as can sometimes happen to the best of people. Uh, you go up, uh, go to the guides, and uh, the guides bring up a picture of this very toxic person with the universal no symbol across their face. Sometimes it's very direct that way. They kind of have a sense of humor about things. And you know, no future for me in this toxic relationship. Need to uh, go get out. Need to end it. 
So this idea of how things work and expecting, expecting things to be um, metaphoric, symbolic, emotional, have emotional meaning for you, be archetypal, form archetypes that you recognize, kind of like when we use tarot, <clears throat> we recognize the symbols there. So this is all happening in third eye visioning. The last piece I want to mention is for some people, there will be apparition. I have, I have uh, several students right now who see the guides and see the departed also, different subject, but kind of combine those for today's discussion. Uh, in the room with them, in the car with them, they're there. So this can happen also. This is more rare. Um, I do not think it's better or worse if you're seeing apparition or if you're seeing in third eye. It doesn't really matter. It's To some extent, it's almost like a preference level of uh, it's not better to have the more full experience. It's just a different way. So if you're interested in learning about all of this and how to do this, we I have just opened signups for, this is a long time away, but we've just opened signups for winter 2023 uh, for Intuition University. So go to the website, sarahweisman.com, and you can look and see how to sign up to be part of our small group. So let us go now to the phones. We have first up Nicole calling from Dayton. Nicole, welcome. Hey, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Can you hear me Hello, okay? Are you there? Can you hear me okay, Sarah? Hi, Nicole. You can hear me okay? Yeah. Hi. What's, okay. what's going on for you or how can I help you out? Um, I'm, not, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Um, so... I have been, I feel like I have been guided to go down a spiritual path. Um, so recently I've taken a mediumship course, I've taken a Reiki course, and I just finished with a death doula course. And mm -hmm. I quit my corporate job. And sometimes, you know, when I'm sitting there and I get into my mindset and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Mm. You know, um, am I going to be able to move forward and be successful with the things that I'm, that are be, being put on my path or should I have stayed with the corporate job where I was, you know, doing, doing well for myself. And, um, I'm, as, as far as me taking all these courses, I haven't gotten much guidance since then. Um, I haven't gotten any like intuitive hits or what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's just, it's really scaring me. And like you were saying, you know, like your guides come through and they kind of try to tell you, um, what the next step is, but I'm, I'm just not getting that. And I'm kind of freezing. Yeah. Um, and I was just hoping you could help with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so one thing that comes to mind for me right away is that the systems you're working in, which are super valid, uh, mediumship and energy work of Reiki, they are slightly less, um, well, they're quite a bit less the source of guidance. Like we don't, we go to the departed, say for messages or for comfort or to have connection, but the departed are not the same as the guides. Um, they're not at as high of a level in their understanding or development. So we sure. wouldn't necessarily want to get guidance from them. I mean, get messages, but not necessarily like the highest level guidance. Does that make sense to you? It, it does, but that's, that wasn't really um, what I was speaking of. I was, um, I'm doing these things because I feel like they're being put on my path to be part of my mm -hmm. journey and what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing in, in the future. Yeah. Well, so, so, but just being in this, it's almost like you're, you've immersed yourself in some 
like the mediumship dimension or the Reiki dimension. And that's, those aren't really places where guidance is going to come easily. I would suggest you do some private work just with the guides, taking a break perhaps from some of these other things or like not going forward with mediumship and Reiki once these are done and just work with the guides and, and see how that shifts things. It's almost like you've been working in a little bit of a, uh, a blue zone and you want to work in like a purple zone. I, that, that's not very clear, but you want to be working one level up higher in terms of the vibration level. And that's why it's cloudy because you can't, it's hard to get guidance when you're already always in mediumship or it's hard to get guidance when you're doing energy work. It's, these are a little bit different systems. Okay. So do you see now, anything and, with and, the death, the death doula thing um, with helping people in hospice and things like that? I think I think these are I think these paths have been given to you to expose you to them, but I actually think you're going to be more comfortable uh, doing doing guide work or doing psychic psychic reading, psychic coaching, intuitive coaching than working in the realm of the departed. I think okay. you've been exposed to it so that you'll know it's there and you'll have those skills, but I don't think that's where you're going to stay. And <clears throat> I don't think there's any need to have fear um, around like all these giant changes you've been making. Like, it's okay. It's okay. This will regroup. You were going to, you were going to survive and then you're going to find your particular sweet spot of, in all this field. And then you'll be, on your way, but I feel like the departed and the death doula is not um, quite a vibrational mix for you. Exactly. It's, it's, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Nicole, um, I have a lot of like really low cost self-study courses on guides and angels, and you might just go to the website and try one and just see how it just, wow, it just lifts you up. Um, okay. It might just give you that that support you need to get to this other dimensional layer. Okay. So, Wonderful. Yeah, the one, there's one called, um, I think it's called Divine Guidance, and that gives you eight questions for guidance, and that might just be super useful for you. So, Divine But you're on the guidance. right track. You just haven't quite found your sweet spot yet, but you will. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks you for so calling much, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's go to Kira from Eugene. Kira, welcome. Hi. Hi. That was quick. Um, yeah, I, I had a couple sessions with you some years ago and, um, that was, that was good. It was really helpful. We had a good connection, but, um, I've just come to a point in my life where I've cleared, I, you know, I've spent a lot of time letting go of all the other connections that I've had and the, the things I've been doing. Like I was caring for my mother for some years she's um needed a lot of extra care especially through the past few years and uh, my children are grown and fledged and so on um Mm -hmm. and i had a huge um spiritual expansion way back 87 88 and then i came back into a phase of chop wood carry water for quite some time raising children and now i'm you know, I'm older, I'm 62, and um, this past year or two has really been about just clearing and letting go of what no longer serves. Mm-hmm. And I just have this big open space in front of me. 
And so I got really ill this summer and um, came through that. I still have some residual, like, vertigo kind of symptoms um, that have mm-hmm. been keeping me not driving and staying home. But I did take this impromptu wild trip to Italy with my son uh, last month. And um, I was on the road for about a month in New York and Italy and very unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm back and I'm just kind of integrating that. And I'm kind of, I'm just wondering, I, you know, for some years I've been getting a prompt to maybe write a book uh, about some the spirit, some spiritual things that, you know, a lot of stuff comes through me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty open channel, but I've been resistant to being that open channel for a while because I just wanted to focus on being here on earth and being more grounded. So now I'm kind of reopening to all the, the gifts in a more spacious way. I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering, I, you know, I have a domain for a potential podcast. I've thought about a book. Um, I also am thinking about traveling more and buying or even buying land in another country, in several yeah. countries. So I'm just wondering what exactly, if you see anything, um, yeah. give me a um, kind well, of a feedback. It's funny, um, when, uh, yeah, you're you're at a super high level of um, expansion. I remember this from when we talked before. So I don't have any questions about that. I did. So what comes up for me, like when I'm looking at this, I get a little notice with your name, and and it says Eugene, Oregon. And I remember <clears throat> just a few minutes ago, I looked at that. And I'm like Eugene, that's not where she's supposed to be. Like I, this idea of being international, traveling again, um, allowing yourself to move from location, even even if it seems like impossible or how can that come about, um, you don't have to figure out the details, but this idea of you, two things, uh, traveling and and being in different locations, I don't think it matters if you buy property or just go other places and experience um other 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 places um mm-hmm. it, it, but the buying is not important it's the being there that matters and then okay i do not see a podcast at all i see um oh. writing the the discipline of writing what you receive in channeling is the fine like you finally have room for it and it's the final, not the final calling, but it's the, it's the calling that they would like you to do as a discipline, not necessarily because what happens with the book will be any right. big deal, but because of how you will be transformed when you do the process day after day after day. Yeah. So those are the two things. And there's no yeah. reason to stay. I love Eugene personally, uh, but there's yeah. no reason for you to be there anymore. I'm going to let yeah, you go, Tira, because I, yeah, I have one more caller. I want to try and squeeze them Thank in. Thank you. you. Thank yeah, you, Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Let's see. We've got EJ from Kansas City. EJ, we've got a couple minutes left. What can I help you with? Um, just any wisdom thought you have for me, please. Yeah, I need a specific question because I want you to participate in uh, what you're asking. So what specific question would you like to ask i feel like there's something that's supposed to be happening Mm -hmm. 
now soon or something like yeah. that, but I just don't have a feel for how it's going to come about or what yeah. it is going to be. So what they're saying, and this is the guys, they're saying you have to participate more in creating this. Like you have to go out and seek um, what the whole roomy idea, what is what you seek is seeking you, but it sometimes things come on a silver platter. You don't have to move. And sometimes you have to get out and engage with new experiences, new people, new practices. And this is the part that this is not a silver platter happening. This is a, you have to change in order for this change to come to you. And so it's kind of about getting out of your comfort zone trying some different things and especially getting around some different kinds of people than you've been around before. And that is, that is your key. Like it doesn't just come to you automatically. You have to go look for it, even if you don't know what you're looking for. So that's the big answer. And just, just kind of see what resistance that brings up because a lot of times we want change to come, but we don't want to change in order to receive change. So that's what I'm getting for you. Thank you, EJ. Thank you for calling in. Just kind of sit with Thank that for you. a bit. And yeah, let that, let that open you up. Alrighty, everybody, I want to um, remind you, you can go to the website. I've got a free mini course, um, The Magic of Blind Readings. It's right on the front page, sarahwiseman.com. Winter signups are early bird open. So you can sign up for training with me and um, just lots and lots of free stuff, low cost courses, so much information uh, on the website. So go there and use it as a resource to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Sarah Wiseman and you'll find me back next week. Thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.